Welcome to Bible Education Institute. My name is Reverend Henry Kelly. Today, the topic is going to be Patriots of America. Patriots of America. We're just going to touch base on this so you can find out and know what it is to be a patriot of the United States of America. We're going to start it with the Founding Fathers. And, um... There were 56 signers of the Declaration of Independence. So they uh, they gave their all their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor to create America and to be free from the British in the 17 um, the late 1700s or mid to late 1700s. And uh, they had put up with a lot of stuff, and finally their rights were just trampled on. And they got tired of it. And so they came together um, after much debate and everything. And those who signed were literally signing their death warrant because if they lost the war, they would all be hung. And so that's how much they st stepped out. In case there were 56 signers of the Declaration of Independence, all God-fearing ministers, farmers, and business people. They all knew biblical scriptures. So there were, um, the majority were Christians. Some may not have been exactly, but they they knew a lot more than most of us do today. And uh, today is uh, Sunday, January the 17th of 2021. And here in America, we're facing a lot of issues. And we're at the precipice of possibly even uh, losing our nation. And this is why we need to know history. We need to know God, the Bible, and we need to know what America is about and what it stands for. Okay, and getting back to the founders, of the 56 signers, five signers were captured by the British as traitors and tortured before they died. Twelve had their homes ransacked and burned. Two lost their sons in the Revolutionary Army. Another had two sons captured. Nine of the 56 fought and died from wounds or hardships of the Revolutionary War. The Revolutionary War. Our nation, our nation's republic was only created for a, a godly, moral people, without this, it cannot work. So this is where we're at, folks. This is why we've come to the place we have. Um, what I have found is that the churches have failed. You see, back then, the churches were, that was the standard. Everybody looked to the church, and of course, back then, they had some churches that weren't preaching correctly, but the majority did because they had gone through a revival before the Revolutionary War started. So they were preaching from the pulpit, and they also uh, would tell their congregations what kind of uh, people to vote for and who to vote for, because back then you had to be of a good report. Uh, you had to be good in the community and go to church and be faithful. And everything like that. But now we have so 
degraded that now even the mention of God in the Bible is will send people into hysterics. So this is how far we've come, we've fallen. And now if we're going to save this nation, we must repent of our sins, which means that um, we have all broken God's moral law, lied, stolen, if it was borrowing something you didn't bring back, even down to a pen or a paper clip, because that's how high God's standards are. Of have you looked at another person with lust according to Jesus? Then we've already committed adultery in our hearts. Have you ever have you hated anyone in in your heart? Then God says you already committed murder in your heart. So this is the high standards that they uh, that they tried to keep. I mean, through repentance, because we can't keep the Ten Commandments, but they knew the Word of God. They knew the commandments and. So they strive through repentance, then striving to to do better. So they're a lot more godlier than we are today, because now you can just watch television and it's disgusting. I remember myself growing up in the '60s, and it was, um, and they were going through the hippie stage and all like that, and the Vietnam War, which they had sunk then, but nothing to like it is now in 2020, 2021. So this is how far we come. So according to God, he has to judge nations who reject him. And you have a large portion of America that reject God and everything they do. In fact, they're throwing their fist up to God. Uh, uh, we have people in the government here, uh, um, the U.S. Congress and the Senate, and uh, you even have now the... Um, Supreme Court people, they're rejecting to, to, to see evidence of things, um, even down to the counties and the cities and states and all like that. They're so corrupt now that everybody is pretty much um, have been paid off or uh, they've been blackmailed, so they have to go along with stuff. If not, the truth will come out about you know the kind of person they actually are. And not what they seem to be or they they tell people that they are and all this stuff. Most of the time when he's when the politicians are pointing fingers, they're really talking about themselves. Because normally they're the ones committing the corruption and stuff. Not all of them, but there's only a small majority. Actually, they're for the people, for their constituents, the one who puts them there. Because you see the reason why the founders created this nation was to make the people king because they wanted to get away from the king. So we became the king and then those who represent us through republic government, they're supposed to represent us. We can we hire and fire them um, like for the Congresses every two years and for the Senate every six years. And, and uh, we're the one that tells them whether they're doing a good job or not. But it's got to now where they don't care. Uh, the elections are corrupt. Um, we just have so much going on. It's it's insane. So we need to be praying. Praying is talking to God. You know, just like you're talking to a friend. 
but this is your heavenly father you know but first for him to hear us we must ask god's forgiveness which is called repentance of our sins which means we've broken god's moral law the ten commandments and you could read the ten commandments in um exodus chapter 20 of the old testament in the bible mm -hmm. so you see the reason why we're here is because of our disobedience to god so here's what we must do to get back where we need to be in god and you can go to matthew chapter 16 verse 24 and 25 and i'll be reading from the king james version this time Normally I read it in the NIV, the International Version of King James, sometimes from the, uh, the Living Translation. Um, but anyway, so, so in Matthew chapter 16, verse 24 to 25, it says, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, and whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. And it also goes on, if you read it further, it says, What does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? I mean, what's the point, right? But, you know, once we come to Christ, um, here's what he says. You can go to Matthew chapter 8, verses 28 through 30, and I'll just read a little bit of it. But it says, Jesus says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. Because he was, because he said that he could make your load light. So what that means is, if you come to Christ, he will help you with your situation that you're in. And serving God is not just about him helping you, but it's about serving a holy God who's righteous and who's the judge of the universe and for those who reject him there's a hell to go to not only will you be separated it's, you have a lot of people say well you'll be separated from god but there's a lot more to it it also says and you can go to luke chapter uh 16 and it says there that um there'll be screaming and gnashing of teeth because of the horror and the pain and you'll have a a special spiritual body for hell where you will burn and you feel the pain and the horrificness of it, but the body that you'll be in will never burn up. It'll just continue where there's no time. It's forever. And you'll be in complete darkness and hopelessness. And it's like, just think of the, the worst hopelessness that you may have ever been and then multiply it by 10,000 or 100,000 or even a million. It's just that bad. So a lot of people say, well, why would a good God put people in hell? Well, that's why. He is a good God. If you go before a judge, of an earthly judge, you and you have somebody who's killed two little girls, slit their throats, they caught him, and then he's before the judge, and he said, then the guy says, oh, well, I won't do it again, and, you know, it's okay. And so the judge says, no, I have to punish you because that's what's right. Uh, because not only did you break the law, but but you came against humanity. So, God has to judge. If not, he wouldn't be a good judge. Because good judges have to do the right thing. They have to judge righteously. And, and that's why. Plus you say, well, why is there sickness in the world? Why is all this in the world? 
because we live in a fallen world that stemmed back to Adam and Eve when they were in the garden. Everything was great, right? But God said, you can have of everything in the garden, but this one tree, don't mess with the fruit on it. Leave it alone. So you say, well, why would he do that? Because he wanted them to choose every day to serve him because they wanted to, not because they had to, because God wants us to serve him, to love him because we want to. True love is not forcing someone to love you, but they love you because they just do. If you got to force somebody to love you, then that's not love. And that's how God is. So they disobeyed God. They were tempted by Satan. It came in the form of a snake. And at that time, the snake could walk. So he came in that form. And uh, the Bible says in the King James, he beguiled Eve or he... He fooled Eve. He tricked her into thinking that that's not what God said. God said, oh, no, he said it because he just didn't want you to know everything. And so she tasted it and it, she tasted it. And he said, oh, it's good. But then so then she had the knowledge of good and evil. And then she gave it to Adam and he ate it. So now they both disobeyed God. And so when God came, because he came every day to spend time with him and then he couldn't find him, they were hiding because now they knew they were naked. At that point, they didn't know. They were naked. And so from that point on, he made them leave the Garden of Eden. Then he said, because of the disobedience that that Eve would have to have, would have to bear children and feel the pain. And that uh, Adam would have to work and he would have to sweat from his brow. And then he also cursed the snake. And he said, because, because the snake was used for disobedience, that the snake would crawl would slither on the ground from that point on. So that's why you have snakes slithering. And so from that time, it's like Satan was given the rule because Adam gave it up. And so from that time, uh, uh, we have corruption. Everything dies. You know, at the beginning, you had people living to 900 years and stuff. But as time went along, it's less and less because of the corruption and through the disobedience and so now the world is corrupt and so everything dies flowers dies people dies puppy dies kitties dies everything has to die because of the corruption so that's why now you can still keep rejecting god that's fine but that doesn't make that doesn't mean god doesn't exist you ever notice how people say well i don't believe in god well if you don't believe in god then why did you say you don't believe in god because if he doesn't exist what's why do you even talk about it you see, because God put God put some himself in all of us, and we know right and wrong because he put his moral law, the Ten Commandments, on our hearts. So that's why we automatically know lying's wrong, murder is wrong, you know, cheating is wrong, stuff like stealing is wrong, all this stuff. We know it's wrong. But you see, one of the commandments is not to make a graven image, you know, it's not to make another God, yet we've done it in our minds. You know, we created God that's okay with everything we do because it's us, but that's uh, that's not how it works, you see. So we've already broken that, that commandment also. So everything's real simple. It's not that difficult. Um, now here's what else God, uh, uh, that the Lord says in the Old Testament, Joshua chapter 1, verse 5. He says, as I was with... Uh, see, this is five through nine. As I, as I was with Moses, I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. 
that he said. And um, so anyways, so you need to think about this stuff, right? And then James 2.10 says, For whosoever shall keep the whole law, and yet offend in one point, he is guilty of all. So you see, you break just one of the commandments, which we all have, we're already guilty. That's how it works, because God's standards are higher. Romans chapter 12, verse 2 says, And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. 1 John chapter 1, verse 9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Yeah. And then the last one is Romans chapter 10, verse 9 through 10 and 13. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God has risen from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believes in righteousness, and with the mouth confesseth made salvation. The, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So, there you have it. That is the simple gospel. It means the good news of God. This is how you can go to heaven because God is inclusive, not exclusive. Or, or, or excuse me, I mean he's exclusive, not inclusive. So that means you got to everybody can't can't go any way they want to, but they have to go God's way. Which is you got to go through that straight and narrow straight and narrow gate. Straight go down a straight and narrow road. Um because if you go down a wide road, a wide gate, that's how sin operates. And you fall into all kind of different evil stuff. But if you go straight following God and reading the Bible daily and doing what it says, that's how you stay with God. But first, you have to come and realize that you've broken God's laws, his moral laws, and now... You either repent or, or if you die without repenting and putting your trust in Christ alone and serving him from that point, then you'll end up in hell. You see, we need to put on Jesus Christ like a parachute. If you're in a plane that was about to crash and you got a hold of a parachute, well, you got to hold on to it with dear life because that's going to save you from the jump to come, Right. And you don't care if you have other pastors don't believe they're going to crash and they're making fun of you and all this stuff. And you really don't care because you know it's going to save you from that jump you have to make. Well, Jesus saves you from the judgment that we're going to have to stand before the judge of the universe, the Holy God, the Heavenly Father. See, that day's come. He's given us time to do it now, but no one knows when you're going to die. You could die today, in a few minutes, tomorrow. So you want to, you don't want to miss out, and God's given you the opportunity. Now, if you throw it away and waste it or whatever, that's that's on you, and you'll be judged for it. So it's up to you what decisions you make. So for those listening, if you want to get, if you want to know God, then all you have to do is ask God to forgive you of your sins. But you have to have a contrite heart, or you have to have a serious, a serious heart, a sorrowful heart, knowing that you've broken God's law, the Ten Commandments. And then ask God for forgiveness. Then 
transfer the trust from yourself to Christ alone and start reading the Bible daily and do what it says and find a good Bible believing teaching church. And you can ask God and God will help you and guide you and show you. So it's not difficult, but you have to be serious because God knows your heart, you know, and if you if you mess up, you ask for forgiveness and you keep striving on, you know, because we, we live in a corrupt world and uh, we're corrupt. You know, I hear people say, oh, people's mostly good at heart. No, the Bible says that our heart is desperately wicked. Who can know it? So we're wicked. We're not good. But people want to fool themselves into thinking that, oh, all people are good. No, because if that's so, then if you're in a public park in a big city where there's a lot of crime, you're going to leave your wallet out? Or, or, or you're going to leave your pocketbook out or whatever? No. Because you got common sense. You know, it probably gets stolen. So how is people generally wonderful? They're not. They're not. We're all evil. And we need Christ because we're in a fallen world. So... Now you know what to do. Let's be like the founding father. See, first we have to get ourselves right first. So when you come to God and you repent and you turn your life over to God and you start reading his word, the Bible, then you can become like the patriots because they studied that because back then there was a big uh, push for, for teaching the children the Bible about God and his holiness and everything. Therefore, you had a holy people that could create a nation like we have here in America. But we must repent. We must ask for forgiveness. Plus, we need to pray for our nation. We need to, to ask God to forgive us all of our sins and our waywardness here in America. Because we're the, the last bastion of, of freedom. But God's going to judge us if we don't totally repent and turn from our wicked ways, the Bible says. All right, so in closing, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for those listening. And Lord, and I ask you to minister to their hearts and let them, let them understand what sin is. Sin is breaking your moral laws and Ten Commandments. And that we all need to repent, ask for forgiveness with a sorrowful heart, and then turn over the trust from ourselves to you alone. And we ask you to minister to these folks listening right now. In Jesus' name. Now, in closing, let me give you some resources you can go to. You can watch on YouTube, at least for now. You watch on YouTube or go to the website. And they have uh, videos on their websites also. Um, is Living Waters with Ray Comfort with livingwaters.com. Answers in Genesis with Ken Ham, answersingenesis.org. And he's also, and he can also be found Answers in Genesis with Ken Ham, his organization can also be found on Pure Flix. And that's a good thing to have, too. Uh, Wall Builders with David Barton at wallbuilders.com. He has a radio show. You can watch him on um, podcast. It's the same thing from the radio. And then also, he has a lot of teaching things on YouTube. Um, but also, he uh, he's a uh, religious historian historian for America and he knows all about the founding fathers and everything like that great stuff and uh, if you want to know more about how to to you know understand the Bible and everything go to Dr. Walter Martin and he's on YouTube and WalterMartin.com 
and also watching YouTube 23 minutes in hell with Bill Wise. Fantastic, it'll blow your mind. Uh, please click if you're listening to this on uh, YouTube, uh, please click and sub subscribe and hit the bell. And when you click on the bell, it'll be three. Hit the top one um, so you can get a, a regular updates on everything. Uh, if you want to do donations, we now uh, you can also look at the bottom, the information part of the podcast and on YouTube, and it will have the information down there. Um, but you can also go to um, uh, you can uh, you can make out checks from money order to New Life Church, uh, Bob Education Institute is the DBA of the church or doing business as so when you do so you put do you put new life church baptist on the checks for money order and you can mail it to bob education institute 624 tyvola road suite 103-166 charlotte north carolina 28217 email is bob education institute at gmail.com the website is all lowercase bible dash education dash institute dot webnode that's webnode, dot -E com, And it's also at the bottom in the information of the YouTube channels and Rumble channels and the podcast. The phone number is 910-747-5215. Um, and you could also listen to us with podcasts, which is on the platforms are Stitcher, Spotify, and Apple. And as you know, we have different discussions on different things. Normally on the YouTube, I try to put on like um, uh, sermon messages. But here lately, I've been I'm just doing the podcast and then transferring it over to the YouTube channels and and also to Rumble. Um, so I kind of go back and forth on that. Uh, you can also get Bibles or whatever. If you need a Bible, you can you can email or write us. And we're glad to send you one for free. You can also go um, A Books, Thrift Books, Amazon. There's different ones online. You get stuff pretty fairly cheap. And uh, another good uh, resource is TCT. You just go on to your uh, search engine and put in TCT TV or TCT Network, and it's a satellite network. And um, and uh, you can go there and go on on-demand programs. And when you get there, they have three that are very good to that to learn from. It's Faith and History with William Federer, Ancient Jewish Wisdom with Rabbi Daniel Lappin, and Journey Through the Bible with Jimmy Snow. So, I hope that helps. God bless you. And till the next time.